0: You already know what it is, your boy DJ Filthy Rich. Yes, your boy DJ Big X. And this is the We Outside Show, We Outside Radio. And we have a legend, another legend in the building, man. Listen, every week I feel like I'm saying that, but it's because we only dealing with legendary people. So we have the world-famous world famous kingpin in the building aka the rat juggernaut yeah i thank you thank
1: you. Thank, thank you for that amazing intro my brother I, nah. I don't i don't consider myself a legend i just i happen to know a lot of legends and it kind of rubs off you know guilt by association but mm. the respect of my peers and 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 their support is means the world to me man so thank you for those amazing words nah,
0: absolutely you put too much time into the game and and being humble is great that probably got you this far but Just because you don't say it don't mean we can't say it. You know, you put your time in and you touched enough projects and helped enough people to where we could say in the music industry, you are definitely a legend. If not, you are underground legend. So for the people who don't know you, we're going to make sure they know today.
1: I appreciate it, man. Listen, it was important. I was just telling y'all before the camera started rolling, man, y'all really have had like some real legendary guests on the podcast. So I'm like, I'm high key. (laughs) <laughs> excited
2: about being here yeah man we're we excited about having you I, I was i've been telling um filthy for a few weeks for a few weeks i was like yo man we got to get out on because i'm just loving the whole cheat code so and i was like that type of information is the type of information that we wanted to get on the show so outside of you being excited i've been extra excited to have you on the show for sure
1: thank you so much my brother i appreciate that you know it's all praise to to rari for putting it together and, uh, you know, he has a, a working relationship mm-hmm. with Wendy. I have a working relationship with Wendy. I've met Wendy many, many moons ago. And it's just something that it was natural. You know what I mean? I never, I'm going to say this now, and I've said it then, and I'll say it again. I never wanted to have a platform mm-hmm. where I spoke about the business unless my position was solidified. Because I didn't want to come across like a bitch. I didn't want to come across like a <laughs> You feel what I'm saying right, to you? Yeah. Like, I can't get in, so I'm going to wind my way in, or I'm going to complain. Like, I said, you know what? I'm really going to I'm gonna earn my position, and if I ever get a chance to have a platform and somebody asks me about the music business, then I'm going to tell them the truth.
2: Yeah, and, I, and I really think, like, a lot of the information that y'all give is needed because, especially in Atlanta right now, with it being so many independent artists here in the city, that's, like, just searching for that right type of knowledge. And there's a lot of people that's giving good knowledge and a lot of people that's giving Okay, You know, they, some people just don't know what they're talking about. Right. So and I think y'all show is perfect, especially with Wendy having so much history as far as, you know, what she's done and her accomplishments Man. in the industry. So I think her just being on the platform is amazing. I've been watching her over the years, and I just love everything about what she has to say and how how she moves out here in the industry.
1: You know, the the beautiful thing about the cheat code is that it allows each of us to kind of have a conversation with each other. Like Mm -hmm. we're really not up there purposely trying to educate anybody. Right. That's literally how we talk to each other. We're always trying to one up each other with information. Like I'll go home and I'll have two or three emails from Wendy Mm -hmm. with charts and information. And I'll have two or three emails from Rari with records for feedback. This is like almost daily. Mm -hmm. So we're always kind of trying to put each other up on game. And the cheat code kind of evolved into that. It was just like, you know, Rari, let him tell the story. You know, he had a conversation with Wendy, got off the phone with her, had a conversation with me, and then had an epiphany. Like, hold on a second. We should be having this conversation mm. on camera. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's evolved into this machine that it is now. You know, we've almost a 100,000 Instagram followers. We're at the number that I'm most excited about, 5,000 YouTube subscribers. Nice. Um, you know, we've gotten uh, an amazing amount of support and activity, engagement, our community. They call themselves the coders. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So we're running with it, and and we love the fact that we have people that tune in every week because it's like every—we can only give you so much information before we either overload you or we turn you off. Right. So we keep them a little 20 minutes, a little 20, 30-minute segments. Maybe next year they'll get a little bit freer. Now with Ferrari leaving the radio station and having more time to be able to do more things— I think the episodes are going to get a little bit longer. We're going to start doing some different things, incorporating the Amazon Mm -hmm. Amp Radio show, incorporating lives. We did a live the other day, and it went phenomenal. We had an amazing turnout. Our team, make no mistake about it, you see me, Wendy, and Ferrari, Mm -hmm. but there's like at least 10 other people around us that help us pull that show off, upload it, update it. Post it on the website, share it, the merch, the social media, the audio, the video. Similar to what you guys have right. going on, you know, it takes a team to right. really accomplish that, man. So I'm thankful for everybody that tunes in to watch it. OG, thank you. I'm honored to know that we have the respect of my brothers Oh, we love, Oh, yeah, we the love game. the show. We love the show. And I'm also excited that we've got a momager that's going to sit there and is going to watch this information to put her baby in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. And I want them to be better equipped. I want them. I, I want the dad that is going to put all his money behind his son. I want that guy that's an investor that is sitting back because he he's heard somebody that he thinks potentially. I want him to make the best decisions mm-hmm. moving forward because that's how we're all going to stay in business. Right. We're in the king and queen crowning business. If we don't crown kings and queens, we don't stay in business.
2: Right. No doubt. So, but I, but I want to ask you this because you was just talking about it, and I didn't want to go, and I know we're getting ready to go into the break. How important is it? And you said this confidently, having a
1: team. There is there make. I cannot emphasize this enough. Without a team, do, Taylor Swift just sold 1.5 million records mm-hmm. in a short week. What? Who's her label? Who is she released through? Anybody we know? Atlantic. Atlantic's got three thousand or so employees. Right. Interscope has 3,000-some-odd employees. You want the the results from the biggest artists in the world? Mm -hmm. Then understand that there's a team around them making things possible for them. Without a team, you're lost. You're you're lost, lost, lost without help.
2: So let's say I'm an independent artist. I'm a a guy just starting out. What would be the first person on my team I would need to, like, really just get me started? Because most people think in order to have success, you got to have a manager first. So tell me, like – if you, was, if you was the artist and you got to pick your first person on your team, who would be your first choice?
1: I'm gonna, As an artist, if, if I wake up today and I decide I want to, knowing what I know now, not knowing what I know now, being me, the type of person that I was, the first person that I want on my team, and this may sound like a, such a cliche, are you ready for it? Right. I want me. I want to uh, believe in me. me. Okay. That I'm going to be successful at this enough right. to know that if I work a <laughs> nine-to-five... Great I got I got to give myself those extra 4 hours that I want to use on the block fucking off playing the video game. OG, can I tell you something and and shout out to the CEO Whisper, my business partner OG Tony. This is the guy that kind of spurred that whole mm-hmm. I- information bug in me. We talk about improving ourselves every day. There's something that he's taught and kind of instilled into me and I kind of instill into all the people that listen and follow the cheat code. All you have to do to be successful is be 1% better every day. Mm. Okay? 1% better every day in a calendar year, that's a 365% increase. That means you will be three times better across the board from when you started. Mm. 1% of a day is 14 minutes. 14 minutes of your day will change your life. When people got people got so upset at me the other day when I said you can't take no days off. You're crazy. Mental health matters. Yeah. You need you, to learn to take a day <laughs> yeah, right. off. That's what they all You're said. right. You can't take a day I never said work 24 hours. Right. right. I never said stay up. No sleep will make you sick. That'll Just make you delusional. Something. I said show up every day. Right. Yeah. Every day there has to be a commitment. So the first person that I want on my team is me. Am I really going to do this? Am I going to wake up every day and figure out that? Am I going to try to figure out how music is made so that I can figure out how money is made? That's where most people fail at. They don't want themselves on the team. They feel they are already on the team. They're the superstar athlete. They done got MVP status and have never played a game in their mind. That's every artist. right? And that sense of entitlement has got us to where we are now, to where anybody feels they can do it even though they shouldn't.
0: Man, and you and it's crazy, though. I wasn't looking for that answer. No, nah, that's such a Kingpin answer. That's why I wanted him on the <laughs> show, too. So we're going to take a break. We're going to get into some music, and we're going to talk about the rest of the people that we need on this team. This is the We Outside Show, We Outside Radio. We'll be right back with Kingpin, the rap juggernaut. Right. It's your boy, DJ Filthy Rich. Hey, it's your boy, DJ Big X. And this is the We Outside Show. Shout out to all my outsiders out there. We have the one and only Kingpin, the rap juggernaut is in the building today. Yo. Yo. Yes, sir. Wealth of information, knowledge, and uh, just good game, man. So one of the things, the reasons that we started this show was, originally it was to help break artists and things, but X and I were talking about building this platform to be more than that. We wanted it to be educational, too. We, this is not the gossip show. This is not who was doing what on the gram or the shade room. This is something where we really care about the business. So, you know, we have <coughs> DJs, industry influencers, people right. that really matter, you know, that come on this show and, and get their perspective. So before we went to break, the question was, if you're an artist starting right now, who are the first people that you would build on your team? Your answer was yourself. And you right. explained why, which is an amazing answer If y'all didn't miss that part, I mean, if y'all missed that part, really what he's saying is believe in yourself and just put at least 14 to 15 minutes into your career and your craft every day, and you'll be three times better by the end of the year than where you started.
1: Thirty-six times, we were correct.
0: Thirty-six times better. Right. Okay, so you got your ultimate dream team. You are the first pick. What's your next pick for your team? Uh, Because I'm thinking lawyer.
1: Well, you know, your, your infrastructure is going to require you to have, and this is most independent artists don't have the money for a lawyer. Mm. Right. They don't have the thousand dollars for a retainer, for legal it, yeah. fees, and for an accountant. So we'll definitely say that as an artist, one of the first things you should be doing is um, establishing your name, your identity first, paramount. Mm-hmm. So um, there's going to have to be a time when you're going to have to invite people into your world. Okay, and by that I mean sharing passwords, sharing information, sharing EIN numbers, tax Mm -hmm. ID numbers, and things of that. Things that you may not have, may not know where to find them. Right. Or if you do have them, don't know how you should store them or mine them so that you can access them for the various tasks that you're going to be encountering. Can I
0: pause you right there? Yes. All right, so I am his client. I'm one of his clients, him and Tony. So I had to go in there. Knowing who I'm dealing with, though, I have full trust, but— you know, they have all my passwords to everything. They have a sheet that they have me fill out to where, because I don't even know my password. I'm over there like, what's your such and such password? I'm like, I don't know. I need my <laughs> face ID on my right. phone. You know what I mean? But right. God forbid I lose my phone. Now I could just go to my sheet that they gave me, and I could go and say, oh, okay, my password for this is that. So there's a trust that comes with it. So you have to deal with people you trust. So yes, I'm a client, so I'm telling y'all, you are going to have to give up your information to somebody that you trust. That you trust because it's important because it's gonna help you in the long run. And, and that's
1: and that's and that's hard. That's very that's, hard. That's hard because we deal in a non-trustworthy business. Every time you turn around, you hear somebody say, "Don't trust nobody. Don't sign no contracts. Don't yeah. take right. no money. Don't sign no deals. Everybody's a crook. Everybody's a thief." These are all the horror stories you hear. Right. And be, it's because those people have gotten burned or bitten. Yeah. Bad too. Right? Really bad. Right. And in this business, most people don't find don't seek out the ones that can help them until they've been abused and used. Correct. And then the ones that can help them, they come, that's when they come back tattered, you know, worn, all beat down like, "Oh man, you know, I spent xyz trying to get here, man, and now hmm. I'm just trying. I got one record left in me, and unfortunately, one record is not enough." Yeah. So if I who am I going to have on my team? I want a graphic designer. Mm. Number 1. Mm. I want a graphic designer because If you didn't know, the eyes sell more than the ears ever can.
2: Yeah. People eat with their eyes.
1: I always say that. Every day of the week. And in this business, we have to be able to package our product. We have to be able to have different versions of it. We have to be able to have merch. We have to be able to have headers and banners and profile images. And we have to be able to create, create that stuff consistently. Yeah. So if you don't have... The, the resources to pay somebody and bring on a graphic designer, then you may want to start, re, you know, networking with people and find somebody that can believe in you and you can believe in, or if you're the first member of your team, you do it. You better start fucking learning what it <laughs> takes to get it done. Cause that's, Every,
2: that's what a boss is. Yeah, because I won't lie. That's, that's kind of like how, like, for me, being a promoter and doing parties and different situations, I had to learn how to do Photoshop. I had to learn how to go film. I had to learn how to edit. I had to learn how to because
1: worked. if not, you're at the mercy of the graphic designer. He yeah. lost his computer. He's out of the country. He's in jail. <laughs> his old lady is pregnant. He's at the hospital. She, this, that. Other. It's always a problem. Man. Right? You never want to wait, OG, because we're the right now business. You got a, you got a club on Friday night. It's Wednesday. Epic Records comes in town and says, Future is going to be there at the club tomorrow yeah. night, breaking the new record. You're going to have to wait for a graphic designer? I need this motherfucker done. Right now. now. Right. <laughs> so in the right now business, knowing what it takes to get it done right now, maybe an engineer would be another one of those key people on your team. Mm-hmm. Maybe, a gra- maybe aside from a graphic designer, maybe a photographer or a videographer, somebody that's coming up with a camera. And, and don't be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to try different colors, different looks, different feels. Everybody wants to post the perfect picture with the perfect caption. How do we know if it's not right? How do we know what it's missing if we're not posting consistently? How do we unlock the new features? Every social media platform will open more ability to you the more Mm -hmm. that you use it. Correct. So the more you use your stories, then the more songs unlock, the more features you could do with them. And and it's just that way with TikTok and Snapchat and all the way on down the board. The more you use the platform, the more it unveils to you because that's the point of Instagram, to keep you on the app. It's not for you to post pictures. That's what you do while you're on there. The point of them is to keep you on there. So I want myself as a team member. Mm-hmm. I want a graphic designer. I definitely want an engineer. Okay. Um. You know, in, in a perfect world, your DJ is your engineer. Your DJ, nine out of ten DJs in 2022 when the pandemic came, <laughs> all of them decided to become producers, producers and engineers. The they had to get their mixes together. They had to learn how to live stream. Right. They had to learn how to do all of those things. So if you're dealing with a new DJ in 2022, he or she knows how to produce. He or she knows how to record. Start building with those people. Tap into their network pool. Who are they working with? I'm a guy that I got a lot of plays in my life from movies and from books mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. There was a movie that I saw called Schindler's List changed my life. You guys ever seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Schindler's List changed my life. The beginning of the movie changed the way I see things. Because hmm. at the beginning of the movie, it's a horrible movie because of the Holocaust, and I'm not talking about that aspect right. of it. I'm talking about the things that Oscar Schindler did to rise to prominence. So if you'll peep game at the beginning of the movie – He's going through and he's getting all his clothes, but he's going into every drawer and he's pulling all his money he'd have saved up. He puts it on in his pocket. He goes to this restaurant. He asks them for a table. Mm-hmm. They don't know who he is, right. so he got to pay a bitch. He's like, I got a table. They said, who are you? Oh, I'm so-and-so here. So they go sit his ass down. <laughs> well, about five or ten minutes into the beginning of the movie, he done peeped. He's sitting there smoking a square. He done peeped everybody in the room. Who's who? He knows he likes women. He's a drunk. He likes to eat. Okay, send him some liquor. Send this motherfucker this. Send this motherfucker that. So now when the VIP walk in the party and look over and he say, well, who the fuck is that? Mm. The same buddy look at him and say, you don't know, motherfucker, that's Oscar Schindler. Mm-hmm. So it kind of dawned on me like, OK, you could walk in a room full of wolves and you could make them do what you want them to do by giving them what it is that they want. Right. In this business, we always trying to give a bitch what we think is hot. Right. Give them what they want. Right you'll be a lot more it. successful. All right,
0: yeah. so that's a bar for the DJs and the artists, too, because that's something that we preach. That's We always got to plug it because it's, it's true. New Music Monday is like that, right? So the reason we tell artists, like, we'll have artists come perform one song, and I get mad when they do that because I'm like, bro, you're allowed to do three. You should do three because just because you think that one song was the one, Amen. Number two is usually the one, or number three. You don't know what that record, you don't know what we like until you play it for us and we help you pick the single because we know what's going to work in our clubs and in the streets and on the internet because this is what we do for a living. So I I like that. I like that analogy a lot because it's true. And, you know, as an artist too, you know, artists think they know it all. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't know anything or they're emotionally attached to certain songs. Just because you're emotionally attached to it doesn't mean that works. So, you know, we definitely try to help you Give you, give us what we need to
1: help you. Hey Jack, ain't no such thing as a bad record. Mm. No, it ain't. It's just what's going to no work. No such and what's thing not. as a bad record. Listen, find who wants to listen to that. As DJs, right? How many Takashi Six Nine records y'all played? Hmm, zero. <laughs> I'm but sorry, zero. How many Doja Cat records y'all played? Not none. Huh? Not what? many, but, but they, pop it, they we, pop it. No, fuck that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. how many of those. I love Russ. That's the big bro. Only how only many play. Russ records have we played in the club in the mix?
0: One, one. Yeah.
1: Come on now. These are some of the biggest in the world. Right. Yeah. They going where they know. They they given their people that want their music what they want, and they're successful at that. Why can't we try to push that recipe mm. on the urban culture?
2: But in Atlanta. I always say' an exception to the rule because we live inside of this bubble right and inside of this bubble it's only this certain type of music that we listen to okay and I I want when I say when you say give people what they want I think like even now when you talk about Atlanta music are we giving the you know people what they want are we just giving people? what they think they want. Hmm. You get what I'm saying because yeah. now that sound that we had that we've had for so many years has spread it in so many different places and 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 morphed into so many different things. You get right. what I'm saying to where now
0: are we giving the people what they want from Atlanta? Hmm. Right. Well, we even talk about it in the group chat. <coughs> we have a DJ group chat and we're saying, you know, we have internal conversations. We're like, "Yo, we don't want to push this kind of music no more. What else is out there? What can we get behind? What's going to make sense to where, you know, the girls in the club ain't looking at us like we crazy, but we still create imbalance. Right. You know that's something that an internal struggle that we have as DJs too, right. trying to figure it out. Because and there's, there is no right answer to it. You know it's a constant progression and trying to figure it out. So let me, trial let, and error.
1: Let me ask y'all a question. How do y'all feel? Do y'all feel that that Atlanta has has given up the flag?
0: Nah,
2: I don't. I don't think we given up. I do. Yep. I, I don't think that. I think Memphis um, got it, bro. Nah, I won't say that. I just think because of the misinformation that's been given okay. out here from, yo, don't use the DJ, don't go to radio, you don't need radio, you don't need this, you don't need that. Right. What I think made Atlanta unique okay. is Atlanta always had the ability and we had an internal system where artists could take their records to the clubs and get played. They could take their records to the DJs. They had an opportunity to go and get on the mix show at radio. When you tell an artist not to do that right, and they stop doing that and you start making them believe in, hey, you can have a better situation if you just take your record and put it on the internet. Right. Mind you, if everybody's putting their record on the radio, then who's giving their records to the DJs? Okay. Because when people were giving their records to the DJs, look how many artists that that produced. Look how many artists that that system produced and that are still successful to this day. Right. So, do, so do you stop that system? Do you like that misinformation is the reason why I say I haven't given up on Atlanta because I know that that information that's out there to not use the DJ to not to not use the internal systems that has been working in the city for years. Right. To not use that is just <clears throat> crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think Atlanta has lost any of its stranglehold on the infrastructure of the entertainment industry. I think Atlanta replaced New York many moons ago. And especially over the pandemic, as being the we were the only cities that was wide open. Right. California came over here to film movies because we were filming movies and movie lots and all that stuff. Right. So, the stranglehold that we have on the infrastructure of the urban culture will remain intact until the foreseeable future. Right. But the fact that people are now going into places like Memphis and finding an amazing wealth of talent, and people are going into Detroit and finding an amazing wealth of talent, and people are tapping into surrounding areas, into Alabama's, into all these other markets where Florida. Florida, where we knew these superstars was, <clears throat> right. but now they're starting to rise more to prominence and because they have used less traditional methods to achieve success, right. Right. some of those things are written off. But when you look at it for what it is, the business is not being handled. I challenge you right now, pull up a phone, go to Spotify, go to NBA Young Boys page and tell me what kind of merch, as a fan as a 15-year-old fan, as a 16-year-old fan, as a 22-year-old fan, what merch they have for sale for him available right now on his Shopify record, a vinyl fucking record.
2: I don't know. I couldn't tell you.
1: You know, a lot of these artists don't have (laughs) their... You don't be on Youngboy page? (laughs) Again, (laughs) those are are the things that, on the smaller scale, just looking at it, and I like to go low, just 1% of sales off of merchandise... For some of these artists with two and three and five and ten million Spotify listeners, life Just one percent is enough to give them the staff to be able the the, the ability to pay a staff, mm. and yeah. that's back to that team,
2: right? You know what I mean? That you know. Well, everything is going to come back to the team because Amen. you got to have a team. Got and I think even what you're saying about the merchandise, I think that's one of the things even with a lot of Atlanta artists. You know, they never took the initiative to do the merchandise. Merchandising they can't later. sell
1: the music, OG. What the fuck make you think they're going to get up there and tell somebody to buy a hoodie? They don't like waking up and telling nobody to download their record. But but, but you can't sell a hoodie shit. Funky sells hoodies. All day. He sells them without, <laughs> yeah. without even trying to. They sell themselves. Right. Sure. Most of these, if you ask 9 out of 10 people, if you walked up to them and asked them what they would do, if they were to win the lottery, they would tell you, oh, I'm going to go buy a house, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to give my family the a third. Have you ever played the lottery? Oh, I don't play that shit. You know exactly what the fuck you're going to do when you win it, but you have never tried to play it. Right. That's most artists. This is the lottery to them. They wait till the end of the month and they buy one ticket because that one ticket is going to solve all of their problems.
2: Right. But I think a lot of I think a lot of it is the initial investment. I think when a lot of these cats look at this, like are they really committed to the initial investment? I think a lot of a lot of the artists, especially when I'm I'm in this room with the artists every week, I think the whole misconception of I'm going to do a record and it's just gonna blow up yeah, you know yeah. I think that's the sad part of the industry that people are still pushing that narrative,
0: well, yeah, because the narrative is that it's easy <clears throat> it's easy, it's easy and my thing is i don't I think people forget that when we were younger right when you when you in your neighborhood how many rappers did you really know in your neighborhood when you were growing up right not many. Now,
1: real rappers like five hundred dollar an hour studio time. Rappers. Yeah, like yeah, a real, no. like a real artist. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: Like, oh man, so and so rap. Like I remember when I was growing up, I, there was probably only one but, dude but in my was, hood but that, that was really a, gra- a
2: rapper. But that was the great thing about the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't know every. You know, a rapper wasn't living next door to you, or you didn't have a rapper down the street.
1: Uh, Hip hop exactly. was only 20 in the '90s. Right, right, right. right. Or there was 30. Right so now, 50 uh, next right. year. Right, right. So it was 30 in the 90s, right? Yeah. You know math, right? Or yeah, that's 20 right. in the 90s. Or 30, or 30, about 20? to celebrate. 25, 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was still in its infancy. We didn't know what it was. Right. We didn't know. Jay-Z is about to buy the fucking Washington Commanders. Right. <laughs> there was no way, shape, or form that when them boys said a hip, a hop, hibbit to the hibbit that you thought that that would lead to one day being able to buy an NFL franchise
0: no facts, facts,
1: facts. man that is a ama- mate we didn't know what hip hop was then. Can I tell you something the truth? Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is now right We still have the majority of the sharehold of genre of, of people's attention in this country with the urban culture I, I was watching uh um somebody speak on it the other day just in um, just America, just the urban culture in America, the black dollar. In America alone Mm -hmm. is wealthiest, is the seventh wealthiest nation in the world. Mm. The the African-American dollar in America by itself touched more money than 240 sovereign, there's only 256 sovereign nations in the world. The black dollar touched more money than 249 of them. That's a number, that's a statistic. And that tells us that we have buying power. That tells us that we have the ability to make or break and make superstars and make, we invest in the things that we like every single day. But because as independent business owners, we overlook the details, that's where the money lies. That's where you hear the horror stories of where a bitch was charging you $300 on, t- on tour for towels because you weren't <laughs> looking at the details, my guy. Right. You don't know what it takes to put a tour together, so you don't know if he's fucking you on the lights, on the tour bus, or what. You don't even know what it costs to put a flyer together. Right. You never bothered to build a relationship with a graphic designer, so you don't have no stencils. You never took no pictures. You want, all you did was get a photo shoot, and you took pictures in a fur coat with diamonds. It's the summer. And we got pictures of you in this big ass grizzly bear fur coat. What i supposed to do with that? Right. So there's, you know, understanding that one record, one record leads to the next record. Everything is the setup for the next one. It's just if, if you are on the block and you started from a nick and you went to a brick, every sale was a setup for the next one. And it's the same thing with this music, man. Everything that you release is not for you, this release. That's out. Right. And we gotta push that. Now on to the next. So understand, and once you get that that principle into your head, you're going to start to record and release five and six and seven, and then you'll start thinking long-term like, damn, okay, cool. How I'm going to push the records mm-hmm. only changes when the record reacts. Right. Every record, you can have, I got three kids. How many kids you got? I only got kids? one. You only got one? You got kids? Two. You got two. I got three kids. Yep. Okay. Every kid, how many, you got nieces and nephews? Oh, nieces yeah. And nephews? Okay, cool. Everybody gets the same amount of love. Oh, yeah. One of them may be smarter. That means that one's got to go to, you know, uh, practice and go to the library more. The other one may be physically gifted. we got to take that one to the ballet. The other one may be in art class, and we got to take that one to go volunteer. But they all get the same amount of love. In the music business, we put out a record, we birth a child, that motherfucker doesn't become a superstar out the womb. <laughs> we don't even feed it no more. We right. forget it. We leave it in the corner. It's gets malnourished. It's we we neglect it, and we forget it until it withers and dies. Right. That can't be. And as a business, we have to understand that every release that we drop, it, it has a date of birth. Mm-hmm. Every record you go on Spotify right now it tells you the day it dropped. Yeah. So you That's can't start tell me date. six months from now that you have a hot record.
2: So, so let me ask you this question since you brought that up. And a lot of artists always ask me this, so I got to ask you this question. How long do you think
1: an artist should work a record? Never stop working it. You push a record, my thing is this, I'm going to push the profile. In 2022, in 2012, Mm -hmm. I could only have the ability to press one record, get one record sent out, get it to record pools, Mm -hmm. physically walk it in here, physically walk copies. It was different. Right. In 2022, I can upload it. And if I have the right networks and resources, within 24 hours, I can have it opened on Mm. all seven continents. I can have it serviced and loaded on all major DJ record pools within 12 hours of it dropping. I don't need to focus on one record. People's attention span isn't that long, OG. Right. I'm going to drop a record. I'm working that record. In comes the next record on the cycle.
2: And what I'm asking you is, in that cycle, break that cycle down for me, is it, Two months, three months, six months, next single, h- how, we, how we work. As
1: cu- coming out the gate, I'm, 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 I'm instructing every artist to drop. If a record is going to get a video, that just extends the lifespan. Back in the days when Diddy invented the remix, let me sidebar, that was to keep a record alive. Right. right? So when he gave you a record, that motherfucker was going to die. <laughs> let me give you the remix, bitch. Six more months on the radio. And right. that theory still lives today. Still lives today, except now we do it differently. Now we understand if we have a record that we're going to have a video for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How many other records do we have? Let's start there. We only got one record with a video. Okay, cool. We're going to milk this record and video until the, fucking, until the sun comes on. What are we going to do? We're going to drop the record. Right, we're gonna drop the lyric video. Okay. We're gonna drop the visualizer. Okay. We got a music video. We're gonna drop the coming soon. Okay. We're gonna drop the in studio. We're gonna drop two T-shirts in the midst of that. We're gonna drop a hoodie. We're gonna do a challenge. We're gonna do the. We're gonna do the listening party online. Right, then we're gonna drop the video. We're right. gonna have the video viewing party. Then we're gonna have the behind the scenes of the video. Right, if I did one piece of that every week, that's sixteen weeks. That's four months. Right. But every week I'm dropping something new to push the record. I'm not dropping the same cover. Mm-hmm. I'm, not dro- I'm dropping a variation of it. That is the part that baffles me. Right now, today, in 2022, <laughs> you can log on to your Spotify and upload a T-shirt design and have it featured with your song. So whenever that song plays on Spotify, that person will get the opportunity to be exposed to buy your T-shirt to show support. Let's, let's talk about making money.
2: But like see, that, that. See, time out. See, now, now we're talking because a lot of artists don't know what you're saying as far as uploading merchandise to Spotify. Because when you said that to me, it made my eyebrows go like, hmm. Because I didn't know that you can upload merch
1: on Spotify. That's why y'all got to hey, tap man. into Art Rev. So. Listen,
0: you <laughs> see, his, you see
1: this guy right here? Right. Can we put him on camera? See this guy right here? This guy and all of his buddies right now in real life, have merchandise for sale on their Spotify right now. You can go to the Roach Motel. The Roach Motel TV has outdone some of the more established artists in this city. Cockroaches. Facts. Cockroaches (laughs) that live in a hotel off of Fulton Industrial have merchandise for sale on their Facebook have merchandise for sale on their Instagram, have merchandise for sale on their Twitter, have merchandise for sale on their website, have merchandise mm. for sale on their Spotify, have their bio available on Apple Music, have a hometown and a birth date and collaborators, and you that live and breathe and are really not a stuffed animal cannot sit here and tell me what the login is to your Spotify for Artist Profile.
0: The store.com. The Roach Motel Store.
2: And that's crazy, man, (laughs) because I meet a lot of artists that don't even know the back end of what they're doing. They just know, you know, you upload the record. So the information of even registering the record or or even knowing that, you know, the the importance of registering the record. These are the things that I'm saying. That's why when I said I like the cheat code because I know these are the things that you guys are pushing and giving information to artists that they can get. And it's sad that a lot of these artists that even come in here every week, they pay
0: their money to come do New Music Monday, but they're really not ready to make that step. Well, that's the thing, too. So I've had these conversations with him. That's why I wanted to be a client of his, because I'm like, yo, bro, <coughs> as much knowledge as we have, we don't even know everything because the game is constantly changing. And the the level of information is overwhelming. Yeah, and, and It's I, overwhelming, and, so and you and have I, to have a team. And,
2: and I think a lot of times, too, man, people think because we DJs, you know, we work in the club. So right. a lot of the infrastructure, you know, I've been in the music business for a long time, but a lot of stuff that's going on, we still have to – Abide by the same rules as an artist, right? So when we put out a record, yeah, all the things that an artist would have to do. It's
1: worse for a DJ if if you're a <laughs> DJ and you're putting out music and it's fucked up, then that just brings in the question: everything that you may have done for everybody else, because right. it's just now it's like, okay, if you're a DJ and you're putting out a record wrong, it's because you have ego and pride, because you, right, shouldn't have a problem reaching out to anybody in your resource pool. Who do you know? Mm-hmm. hey man i want to do this how do i get this done it, they don't wendy day wrote a book called how to get a record deal right if you that's what you want how if you want to get a record deal she wrote a book and, and <laughs> if anybody knows how to get a record deal goddamn i would i would be safely yeah. say wendy, wendy. Day. i think everybody here could agree that it would be <laughs> wendy day right. she literally wrote a book that's available and i want to say and correct me if i'm wrong didn't slick rick do the the, the, the like didn't he do the audio book the, the fucking book is, the audio version of the book is done by slick motherfucking Rick. Once upon a time, my the guy. So if you want to know how to get a record deal, man, people, and can I tell you something that I learned when I was in prison? Please do. If you ever want to keep a secret, put it in a book.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you already know. Oh, yeah.
1: Don't nobody read. Don't nobody read. Don't nobody bother to open the emails that come in every day. Kingpin has zero reason to have me an Amazon Amp Radio Show. But I got one, and I'm in the queue to get paid for one right. because I opened every email that Amazon sent me. Mm. And every week, if I have one listener or if I have a 100 listeners, I go live and I talk to them people and I play music and I keep doing what I'm supposed to do Right. because that's how I keep getting invitations for my artists to be able to get Amazon merch three months before it's available to the general public. That's how we're able to get uh, title beta Uh, So, that we can start to have access to the portal once they unveil it. You gotta be in the queue. You gotta be in the know. You gotta be looking around. You gotta be moving. Facebook is now offering the blueprint programs for meta creators. The way they're merging their back door is so much more uh, fluid now. But if you don't know what you're doing and you didn't know what you were doing then, Mm. you're lost. You're lost. You're gonna continue to give somebody all of your money so that they can run your ads and they're gonna continue to give you views from India and shit like that. And you're gonna be satisfied. Because the number at the bottom of the screen is enough validation to let you know to continue to make music because somebody wants it, but what you 're failing to realize is that eighty seven percent of the people that are watching your video don 't speak English mm. and they 're not buying anything from you they can 't buy it you 've never bothered to release it to geo savant you 've never bothered to upload it to Tencent you 've never tried to claim and optimize your Tencent profile mm. geo savant has is it, am I wrong by saying that is it 1.8 billion or something people in, G- in, in India? Mm. 300 million in America? They got six times the amount of people we do over here. Y'all want all the playlists from India, but ain't nobody ever bothered to figure out, where do people in India listen to music? What platform do they use? And how do I get my picture on that platform? I have no idea. Because what we want is we want to know that we're doing a good job. So when we come performing New Music Monday, when we go to the club, when we go down to the core DJs retreat, when we do coast to coast, when we go to the definition DJs, when we go to vertical, when we go to South by Southwest, we're not asking for honesty. I don't need you to validate me. Bitch, I already know I'm a star. Play the fucking record. And then they'll tell you, oh, oh, does Drake pay you to play the record? Does Little Wait? No, they just give me hit records. Right. Hmm. The quickest way to get a DJ to play your record is to give him or her a hit record. Right. And then that (laughs) DJ is gonna give it to other DJs because make no mistake about it, hit records come from other DJs. Now you have always been a
2: um an advocate for DJs and I, I I I always post when you came to New Music Monday and you made that speech on stage. I and I and I wanna ask you this question because you you know you was very I wanna say excited about when you said it on stage about how important the DJs were and about really how important the Coalition DJs were. Like, just tell me, right, like, just give me right now your idea of what the DJs right now, not Coalition DJs, but just DJs right now mean to the music business.
1: The the DJs are, in in my opinion, have been and will always be the bridge to the people. Mm -hmm. The DJ is still top-notch influencer. The DJ with two turntables and a hard drive of music can take you back 15 years, can bring you back right now, can destroy your party, can bring it up from death. The DJ is will always be one of the pillars of music in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let's fast forward to where we are now currently. The only DJs that can help you are the ones that are helping themselves. Mm-hmm. Just like every artist doesn't have their business together, every DJ doesn't have their business together. Correct. <laughs> and that is one of the things that's plaguing this industry is, you know, a bunch of tribalist chiefs. Everybody has, you know, in their mind, their own manifesto and how they want things to be done and how. but they don't understand the root of it, the foundation of it. Mm-hmm. And... DJs until DJs decide to not just show up no more and not play no more music, and allow algorithms to coach it. An algorithm cannot look into a crowd and tell you that people are sitting down. Right. An algorithm will tell you, um, "Little Nas X is the number one song in the country. Uh, Doja is number the number two song in the country, and that's what it's going to play." Could you imagine how much different Onyx would look if it was an AI <laughs> compiled playlist? What? Right. You know, when we were talking about the AI artist at one time, right? Like people were all in arms. You know, the, if, if, if we're asking a computer to give us what a rapper looks like, it's not going to give us an American. Number one rapper in the world doesn't speak English. Right. Damn. So if we're asking the computer to gauge things for us, the computer can only calculate after it's been given all of the information. information right. You can't turn a computer on and that bitch know all the answers.
2: And that's why I always say, man, the algorithm, the algorithm is not fair.
1: It's not fair. Oh, hear me out, OG. I had this conversation with somebody recently about Taylor Swift. They were saying, there's no way Taylor Swift got 200 and whatever million fans or whatever it is on Instagram, but there's no way that her her engagement... Look at the likes. Hold on, Jack. She's posted three times in seven days. Instagram tells you you should post at least once a day. Right. She's not engaging... Taylor Swift doesn't use Instagram. If you go down and you look at her likes and comments, mm-hmm. it's on par with the industry average of 2 to 3%. Right. The way algorithms are in, impacted, Facebook, and this I only can tell you this because I just recently was in, in this class. There's a program that Facebook is unveiling called CrowdTangle, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Don't kill me on it if I'm incorrect. But CrowdTangle... You have to learn how to use it in order to graduate and get these courses from Facebook, even if you don't have access to this program. Okay. And one of the things that they said that I thought was very interesting is that if something is older than six hours, it's mm-hmm. not considered viral. Because this is a program that tracks viral moments. Six hours? Six hours. Damn. Six but, hours, bro. Older than six hours, it's not viral.
0: So they really want you to live on this phone?
1: Listen, Jack, they want you to create original content and they want you to put it up. The chances of you going viral are, I think, increased. Oh, gee, if I'm not am I mistaken, in your first three to five posts, that's your chances of going and that, viral. And, and, and is that original content, or is it just repost content? All original content. We could not trick a computer. We had to learn that. We used a lot of the stuff that we could tell you. You guys could look at the cheat code and see. mm Because the cheat code will post a video on the cheat code page, and the bitch will do dumb numbers. Try reposting that bitch from any one of our other pages. hmm It's going to go double plastic. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) not the original. It's
1: not the original. They want Meta, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. All of these guys are going out of their way for creators to make a living off of these platforms. Because you have removed the production studio. No more makeup, movie trucks, right grips don't need any of that fancy caterers nothing you can make the content in your house we'll cut you the check and you just give us what we need and we'll keep giving it to the people it's a beautiful marriage the only ones that win are the creators that set up their business i'm listen bro i'm nobody to listen to i go live on facebook i mean on instagram once a week i make me about a hundred dollars every time i go on live
2: yeah that's how I started this show. When I went on, I started making money, and it got addictive. (laughs) And and I was just saying that the other day, and I was saying this. I was like, yo, now I understand why so many people are doing review shows now. You know what I'm saying? You know
1: what scares me with podcasts, though? If you noticed, podcast distribution is free. Mm -hmm. So just like with social media, bro, if it's free, then you're the product. Correct. So, you know, there's no... If you upload your podcast for distribution, <laughs> give me an IS, show, me, show me an ISRC code, my guy. Wow. You know, when you start to, when, I'm a weasel, so I'm going to look at things. I'm going to look at things for how they are. I'm going to look at things how they're set up because I love to celebrate success. I love to emulate what successful people do. I like to, I like to find out what their habits are, what could have gotten them to, that, to where they were trying to get sooner than anticipated so that I could try to learn from that process. And when you start to look at things for what they are and you start to peel back and open the hood, you're like, oh, okay. That's no, you can't do it like that. Mm. You got to do this. No, oh, in order to do this, you have to be able to do this. So with the podcasting shit, it's, 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 even, it's as crazy as independent artists because you gave everybody a microphone and a camera and told them, give us your original content. I want you to think about this. Right? How many artists with millions of followers will upload a video to their timeline and the shit will say original audio. Who do you oh, think yeah. owns original audio? You or Instagram?
2: If it's loaded on their platform, probably them.
1: Dumb. Yeah. You fucking dummy. <laughs> you, you couldn't even pull man copyright your own shit. Oh, that's crazy. That's cold-blooded. That's crazy. That's well, the you, world now that when you live think in.
0: about it like that, that's. Now And you're going to notice it because when he told me that I started looking at everybody's thing, everybody says original audio. Everybody,
1: bro. Because nobody is taking the the attention to details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tigers and lions and bears, Bears. (laughs) the attention to details. The devil is in the details. Every single feature that you can use, you should be using. Location, product, people sound, tagging, ha-ha, every single option. That's why it's there. It's yeah. not there for you not to use it. <laughs> Understand this. The people that, the kids that use the phone mm-hmm. and spend all of the time creating the video on the phone, those are the ones that get, every time you use one of those devices, you're training it. So when you open Instagram and you're making a video on Instagram and that video gets amazing views, do you think you just gave something original for your people to view, or do you think you just trained Instagram's Insta- computer, the AI, mm. on how to generate and create this content?
0: You definitely taught us. That's
1: what the is. fuck we're doing. Every time we use the phone, we're training the phone. We're teaching. That's what AI is. AI is wow. artificial intelligence. It thinks for you. It, doesn't, it tells you you like ice cream. And it doesn't tell you you like ice cream because it wants you to be fat. It just knows you're always searching. For, whenever you see pictures of ice cream, you zoom in. You send it to other people who like ice cream. Mm. You search for ice cream shops near you. They don't want you to be fat. They just want to give you what you want, my guy. Right. Make mm. sense?
0: Yeah. I'm going to start uh, just looking up money all the time. <laughs>
1: so send me some money. <laughs> hey, man. Man, listen. It's out there for us. That's it.
0: It's,
2: it was great having you on the show, bro. Like You opened my mind up to a lot of things, and I said I always want to sit down and just have a conversation with you and just see, like, you know, how you think and, you know, and and what make you tick a lot of times. And I see, like, you're really a deep, not just a deep thinker, but you really go in in depth into what you're doing. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just take it for the service. And if it's making money, they just, that's what they do.
1: Me and my business partner, Tony, we want to be the prescription. Mm. I want to be the, I'm not, I don't want to be who you come to see because, you know, you might get better. I'm who you have to see to get better. And in order for me to be able to sit up here and speak with conviction, I have to know what it is that it takes to be successful. And I have to have tested it and I have to be implementing it right Mm. now. And those are the things that it takes across the board. So, you know, for anybody out there that's listening to this, any artists or DJs or brands or owners or whoever it is, please, 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 you cannot sell what you don't own. Mm. Let us help you get your business together if it's the coalition DJs, if it's the core DJs, if it's the cool-running DJs, if it's the coast-to-coast DJs, if it's Lester Pace, if it's Malcolm the Mayor, if it's Wendy Day, if it's Kingpin, if it's Rich, if it's Big Funk, if it's if Bigger Rankin, if it's X, whoever it is, let us help you get your business together because without that, it doesn't matter how great your record sounds, you're just going to set it up for the wolves and then you're going to end up being the number one streaming artist on YouTube that doesn't own your YouTube channel. Mmm. That's a bar.
0: That's a, that's gems. And we're going to leave it with that. So, Kingpin, where can everybody find
1: you? Uh, rap Juggernaut across all platforms. Of course, you can follow us at GetTheCheatCode. Every Wednesday, we drop a new episodes at 3.30. ArtRevSoul.com. A-R-T-R-E-V-S-O-L.com. Go all the way to the bottom. Click the button. We're going to give you a free audit. By audit, we're going to have a team. we got a few people that work with us. And those guys all have a a, a thirst for knowledge. So when you submit a request, we ask you like maybe three or four questions, your name, you know, real simple questions. Mm -hmm. And then we have a team that goes and they do a deep dive and they see what you have and what you don't have before we can tell you if we can help you. And then we give you all the different options on how you can be helped. So artrevsoul.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, click the link. If not, you know, obviously rap juggernaut across all platforms, get the cheat code. And if they follow the coalition DJs, if you guys follow core DJs, if you guys follow cool running DJs, if you guys follow Team Bigger Rankin, if you guys follow coast-to-coast DJs, then you're already following Kingpin, man. So the best way to get my support is to support the people that support me. Hey, that's That's it. it. And like
0: that, we (laughs) going. We outside radio. Shout out to all my outsiders. Kingpin is in the building. We'll be right back. Man, get some merch,
1: man. We got roaches for sale, bro. Yes, sir. And we got ashtrays, too. Get some.